0: Fake Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart It's Clap when there's no comfort in it. Fake safety that no one believes in
1: Nabster
0: Bear share.
1: Lime wire. I mean, who would have ever seen Jenna Jameson's naked vaginal region without lime wire?
0: If you ever need to know what the best proof that the market will find the best way all you have to do is look at how porn drives technology.
1: Agreed or or and that's that's a forced thing too, because technology should be driving porn, but because of regulation and whatnot, it's the other way around. But yeah, you're right. I mean uh, Jenna Jameson should just be another porn star, but because she is the porn star that came up during the internet revolution um, you know we talk about her more than others, and she dates uh u f c stars and whatnot
0: Napster is that what you wanted to chat about oh.
1: Napster being the uh, share the music platform. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that's a very good way to look at the uh, non-aggression principle and just go ahead and cut through all the bullshit and be like, hey, what about uh, intellectual property? Let's go ahead and talk about it as... uh, true libertarians as we are the NAP yeah it's the non-aggression principle
0: it is pretty much what it says on the tin I will say that but if you can for our listeners Mm -hmm. what is the essence of the non-aggression principle
1: to our listeners who knows what they're thinking but to me it is I don't want to give too much to it. It It's everything, really. Um, I can't think of anything that it's not. I don't advocate to take or steal or violently coerce you to give up anything that you own because of whatever I think is more important. So when you till the land, I, I think this is, today tends to be a an argument against this. So land, property, whatever exists, nobody's taking care of it, you end up taking care of it. You till the land, you own the land, you support the land You provide for other people due to the land. You own the land. What does this mean for society? Uh, A lot of people would, especially on the communist side, would say, nothing, this is uh, pointless. I want everybody to be equal. So, you know, then everybody starves and all goes, shit. But the real goal of communism when communism was being thought of as a way to live as a society for the benefit of the masses, it was thought about to to bring um, peace between people, to bring um, some sort of happy coexistence between this group and that group but what has happened is they've taken the capitalist view and they've said okay every communist thing that we've done attaches to this and we call them this capitalism and therefore they've distorted the view of capitalism to the point that now they can critique it and rightfully so critique it to um, this evil form of social structure that we've we've accepted through the, the the idea or the vein of capitalism which is disgusting to be honest with you there's no there's no reason why we should call what we do today capitalism or anything else except for a political win in calling it capitalism. So I don't know if you can add anything to where we stand today in the words capitalism, but... That's where I feel we're at.
0: So I think we might have gone a little bit out of order here, but I would say that that's what the NAP means to you and how it impacts your philosophy and how you live your life. But I think it's also important for us to just define what it is, literally, Mm -hmm. which is not aggressing on others, but there are limits there and questions around what that applies to or who that applies to. Okay. The non-aggression principle, the NAP or the NAP as some libertarians call it. That's right. Begs the question, does this apply just from person to person or does this apply to animals?
1: Wow. Wow. I didn't see that one coming.
0: (laughs) I I think in all seriousness, I think your uh, initial point playing with, uh, with Napster and LimeWire and BearShare, I think intellectual property is one of the most complex applications of the NAP and probably not the easiest and most palatable, but probably the one that's worthwhile to dig into. So if you, if you still want to go down that path, I think that's probably the most interesting one. How does the NAP apply to digital music, digital porn, downloading images of Jenna Jameson?
1: Right. So there's a lot of different views on how this should be applied to society. Uh, I would say begrudgingly, I I certainly did not come to this side leaning in its favor. I was definitely leaning the other way, Uh, mainly because of my protectionist views on technology and other countries. So as China would steal say, steal some technology from us and then provide it at a cheaper cost or whatever because they didn't have all that overhead, I would say, oh, you know, that's stolen, whatever. And, and it very well could be. But I was also advocating for, <laughs> you know, legislation to steal productive value from this so-called, Thieves of whatever I was pretending like got stolen. Uh, And then, you know, as I progressed in my um, libertarian thought, I realized I was being lied to by all these people. So, who am I to say who's really should be in charge of this property? Which in turn, brought me to a whole nother set of questions that probably the protectionist didn't intend on me even asking was, is the world better off if nobody is asking these questions or if somebody is asking these questions? And um, what I found was The more and more people collaborate through the free market on any subject, the faster it tends to progress and create benefit to society. But as soon as you are forced to collaborate on this item, it ceases to be beneficial to society. This is... This is a really weird place to be because there has to be a benefit for you to even, in a capitalist mindset, there has to be a benefit if you're putting through brain power computing power to do X or Y. But the problem with most people looking at things through a so-called capitalist mindset is they look at things through a dollar or a euro or whatever uh, they want to consider currency mindset even Bitcoin that isn't necessarily the case if if I say I like the way this classroom is going with this experiment and I contribute to it um, and I contribute some math problems and some math experience that maybe the teacher doesn't have or didn't know to teach at the time. I've contributed to this class in some form or fashion. There, There is a value to what I've done. And do I ask for that value back in return on an even note? No. Maybe I don't even, want anything maybe i just am intrigued by the idea of sparking somebody's intellectual whatever experiments or or whatnot this is value to me personally in this circumstance therefore this is a capitalist outcome not a communist there is a value created by me sparking some interest in uh liberty thought so when people criticize capitalism for their for the monetary um advancement they forget that there's not a non-profit out there that they runs in this way that they think is beneficial all nonprofits, at least in the u.s run on a self-sufficient monetary value or thought or whatever they're just not allowed to bank income beyond a certain point so if you think about it, like say we create, you know, we have a dairy farm that, you know, gives milk to poor people. Well, you could just, you know, milk the cow forever until it dies, and then your non so called nonprofit is gone. Or you could not milk the cow until it dies, but you've already you know, you've established a new cow by then, and it's really not as seamless transaction into cow to milk scenario and then nobody really bitches nobody really cares and we all pretend like you're just the savior you know providing milk to people or you know we do exactly what you pretend like you're doing and then we don't have another cow and then everybody who needs milk who is relying on that no longer has milk and we've created a starving circumstance for infants and whatnot and it, it gets really bad
0: the the scenario with the cow I would say is is more about like a, a finite resource yeah okay. right whereas going down that education path or that contribution you were talking about there coming from that intellectual property place, we're not really stealing something that's a finite resource or a material. It's about stealing an idea or a way to do something or a method. So we don't really run out of that resource.
1: The problem with the intellectual thing is that we're all coming up with new ideas all the time. And if we can build off each other's ideas, we end up in a better place towards the end. Um, I do understand that you you come up with a good idea and you want to keep it a secret and you want to benefit from your idea. Well, in my scenario, which I do understand the argument the other way, but I think the most beneficial scenario for humanity is okay. Well then keep it a secret until you can't or need to do something else. It's, it's your property. Keep it a secret. It's your responsibility.
0: So thinking about intellectual property, as far as recipes or songs or Porn, it's a little easy to minimize the significance of those contributions. Even people who are artists and take those kind of things personally Mm -hmm. will still admit that there's a, a significance to something with a bit more impact. Let's say the chemical makeup of a drug. Depending on when you're listening to this episode, No matter when you hear this, big pharma is probably part of the conversation somewhere. So if we don't have patents for drugs, Mm -hmm. if we don't have intellectual property to protect that formula, Mm -hmm. let's say, if I'm a drug manufacturer, then that means in order for me to recapture the value of what could possibly be billions of dollars in research means that I would keep that formula a secret forever.
1: Maybe, if you could. I don't think you could. But the problem with that kind of thought is, for one, thinking you could keep it a secret. Uh, Two, who cares? I'll come up with something else and make money. Like you're not stopping me from making money by holding something back. Only thing you're doing is stopping yourself from making money. And three, it's that's what's done today. They use intellectual property and the so called um protectionist bullshit pharma to hide solutions to problems we have now. They'll say, you know, we're testing a solution. And maybe the company who's putting forth the solution to whatever actually has something else they're making better money on uh, in the works that they just they don't want to lose. So what they do is they just make sure the drugs they're testing don't pass any of the whatever, and they and they make it take up time. That way they can make you know the one they want passes, and they and they become the the shit. You know there's no competition. No real competition.
0: But I think the point that I wanted to just address was the idea that you made it sound like if you remove those IP barriers, it just becomes this collaborative space where everyone's building on everyone else's work. And I would have to imagine that if you can profit off of something, especially if you have some sort of monopoly over that thing, whether that be engineered or accidental, you would be further disincentivized from collaborating because you don't have any protection over what's yours within that collaboration. Uh,
1: I would agree with you on under what we live today, circumstances that, that it doesn't look good for taking those protections out. I would say, it looks pretty bad for it. It looks like you're hurting the little guy. But I would also say, look who those protections actually protect. Look at all the lawsuits that have been uh, won, put forth, publicized in, in the last two, three years, and see who is winning that not who's coming up with the ideas look who's actually winning it's it's the people donating to the right campaigns it's it's the political bs it's it's the friends of politicians the friends of big government that win
0: but power is power by any other name right so whether that's Protection of intellectual property. Power is whether pathetic. that's keeping a secret.
1: Power is pathetic. That's not power. Power is gone. Power is dying. We are power. I am power. I beat I beat Joe Biden any day. Put me up against like just a room of people and him and let's talk. Face to face. I beat him every fucking day. Who am I? I'm Vance. I like Wayne's World and Spaceballs. I could fuck him up in any debate. Ever. I mean, that's where we're at today. We are at a place where the candy coating on the M&M is so fucking thin... It is about to melt and fuck up the air conditioner of that dude in uh, Tommy Boy. It's gonna fuck his car up. I mean, it is so fucking thin, man. I'm telling you, it's just—it's over. The game is over. We've won, and it's—it's snowballing now. It's just—I couldn't stop it if I tried. I just happen to be on the winning side and I'm happy about it. There's nothing we can do to stop it. Freedom's happening now. It's over.